Welcome to Embrace the Spiritual Podcast. Join friends Michelle and Dawn as they share tips on how you too can open your heart, raise your vibration, and reclaim your sovereignty. Hear what they have experienced and overcome in their spiritual journeys while navigating this expansive spiritual multiverse. Discover how they transform their soul lessons from ordinary into extraordinary. Follow, subscribe, and share our podcast so you don't miss an episode. Check out our website, embracethespiritual.com, for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. And don't forget, follow Embrace the Spiritual on Instagram and Facebook. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how we got started in our deep dive of how we ended up from birth to here. And I guess I should start with my first memory. My first memory was of, I'm looking at a wall of Egyptian hieroglyph. Then I'm in my room as a two or three year old arguing with my father about putting a bandaid on. Because at a young age, I was stubborn. <laughs> I knew I knew how to do it. I'm like, I don't know why he won't let me put this on because he's going to do it the wrong way. And said to my father, you know, letting me be responsible because little me knew I was responsible enough. He took the Band-Aid away and put it on the dresser. And I just never got that Band-Aid. So uh, I know. Adults. Like I could see things at a young age. At the age of two, my biological mother had passed away. And my father didn't want to raise two kids on his own by himself. So he got married right away. And because it was such a jump, jump from one mother to another mother, I just immediately started calling her mom because, you know, kids read energy. So you're going to be a mom down the road. We're going to have another brother. So I think I intuitively knew. She often says, oh, you knew that I was your mother. Divine timing and planning. And because I was... You know, my mother had grief from when she passed. She followed me a lot and I didn't find out about her until later on in life. I think I was in third grade and I found out we got a whole entire set of grandparents and aunts and uncles and my father not being a good person had um, shielded us from them. So there was a lot of mm -hmm. anger and hate on his side, unfortunately. And we were put into, you know, this court system of you got to go visit your grandparents. Um, it didn't end up well. I saw ghosts continually. They would bother me. And, you know, I kind of looking back on my knowledge now, I kind of wonder if they were ghosts or if they were more than ghosts. Because I remember when I was like in high school, so maybe about 14, 15, we had moved to this house. There were ghosts pulling, you know, stuff off my bed, like, you know, and I had to tell them to stop. Wow. And I reclaimed my sovereignty that happened and fast forward you know when I met my husband at school I had a dream I would marry him I didn't want to because you can see things I didn't like him you know opposites attract so true I didn't like him I thought he was too egotistical yep. too much of a you know not my kind of guy but it was an attraction and we ended up dating for I think four months getting married and we've been married it's gonna be 27 years this year have two beautiful children and i always just felt like something was missing in my life then i started following spiritual healers but nothing seemed to you know i read all of wayne dyer's books but there, i felt like there's just something not not there not fulfilling something in me that I need. And a friend introduced me to the Violet Flame, St. Germain, and that like was a super click. And that was before I found Aurora. And then I found Aurora and here I am. I'm a certified aura practitioner. I can do raw Reiki. I met this beautiful woman at Mount Shasta and we decided we want to spread our truth and let people know that there's other things out there and that they have the power to heal themselves and 
do all these magical things. And I just still consider myself a ordinary person, but I've decided to embrace the gifts mm. of the universe. I can tell you folks, she is no ordinary woman. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so ordinary, so boring. <laughs> And you know what? That's why we talk about transforming the ordinary into extraordinary because we may be ordinary in this physical form, but I can tell you on an energetic and divine level, we are nothing, nothing about ordinary would define who we are. So, well, and everybody has that's that a great description that seed in them that they don't see, you know, they just have to tap yeah. into it. We all tend to downplay what we know, what we feel, both been there, done that, got the t shirt, and we're shredding the t-shirt because it no longer applies. Truth. Quite the magical um, journey at Mount Shasta, to say the least. The amount that I think both of us learned and how much you can grow in literally this was Sunday to Thursday. And it felt like we were there for two weeks. Time slowed down for us to learn everything. And wow, we thought this podcast would be perfect because things that we learned, we know we've struggled through things that many people struggle through. And that's really why we wanted to bring this podcast out. We're not gurus. We're not the be all end all of everything spiritual, but we've got our journeys and we've been through traumas. Certainly that's part of my past and my journey has been physical injuries and emotional traumas. Certainly I know people that have had a far worse experience than what I could have ever had and things I've never shared. By not sharing them, not that you have to broadcast what happens to you, but certainly Mount Shasta and, and meeting people that you just trust wholeheartedly at, on an energetic level, sharing your story, it's just a story. We're the ones that put the emotion and the judgment to those stories. And that's what I've really worked on and learned how to work through because you don't always overcome, but you have to work through it. It's part of our journey. So I really had a connection with animals. That's always been one thing that still carries through to this day with two dogs and a cat. Some of you may not know they're dragons incognito cats. They're very magical, and very powerful. I've got a little mini me dog. That is my shadow. I call him, you know, I just knew I, he needed to be in our lives. So I always had the affinity and, and knowledge that there was something more and that in, intuition, but over and over again, it kept getting suppressed. People I trusted hurt me emotionally. And I know many people experience that the people that we trust when that gets broken, then we stop trusting ourselves. So it was a big lesson that I've been working on to overcome is to trust in myself again, because I have lots to offer. And I need to trust myself to be able to do that. I think I just glazed over some of that childhood. Now, certainly, I don't remember hardly anything. I don't need that memory anymore. And not that I had a bad childhood. I had a great childhood, got to do lots of things, got to play lots of sports, which was really important, really coming into that intuitive side of me more into my adulthood. Unlike Dawn, who had things that she was seeing early on, I probably did. I don't have the recollection of it, but I think my connection to animals was where I could feel it. Dreams is another one for me where I get a lot of my information and it was a matter of paying attention to those dreams. I would consistently have people that had passed over would come visit me in my dreams. So when you have that happen to you, just know it's real. They're coming to visit you. The veil's really thin at that point when you're in deep dream state. So trust that. And I think that's a big one. Trust has been a really big theme in my life, trusting myself first and foremost, knowing 
when to read the signs and listen to the signs. They're all there, folks. We see things every day. We see numbers, songs playing on the radio. When we had loved ones passed away, we'd get feathers and dimes and they would stop in places. I just look somewhere and then there's a dime. You're not imagining things. They are manifesting that for you. And there's a lot of power and magic in recognizing those moments. For myself, it was really starting to open up going for readings, you know, maybe some psychics or a card reader. I would say almost dabbling a little bit. I had a really big physical event that happened with my brain where my brain was literally almost like it felt like the circuits were disconnected. My analytical side of my brain was just going haywire. It made me stop and think. And ultimately, I stopped working as a result. And that was pretty huge. It was a big identity for me is who I was at work, which I know a lot of you can relate. And I'd really put a lot of effort into the success that I had at work. And I was really proud of that. But when your brain goes haywire, you stop and listen. Or at least I'm thankful that I listened. Because that was just over years ago. The spiritual growth that I've had since doing that because I listened. And that's the key, is listening. Once I listened, don't get me wrong, it took me probably a year and a half, two years to calm my brain down so that I could actually start tuning into my intuition again. There were some things that happened subsequent to that that kept trying to derail me. And they were close, but I didn't let it derail me. I kept going and kept pursuing different things. I still joke, what do I want to be when I grow up? Because I'm still learning. I'm doing different things. I became a tuning fork practitioner. I got my Reiki master teacher. I did dream coaching. I've learned to read the Akashic records. The latest is becoming raw Reiki certified and aura hypnosis certified with my beautiful co-host. It just felt like everything converged into that one point. And it feels like it's just opening up. Everything had to happen to get me to that point. And now the synchronicities and the manifesting that happens is magical, is what I can say. And we have so many things that we're so excited to tell you guys about with regards to all of this. We're just happy that you're here with us. Absolutely. Absolutely true. And you know, the manifesting, like I swear that the clouds are my personal playground because on the way to Mount Shasta, being phoenixes in the clouds. Ron, like, take a look. That is a phoenix because I'm connected to dragons. I see dragons all the time in the clouds. These things want to present themselves to you, and they do when it's time for you to see, to say, hey, look at this. I'm here. Recognize yeah. me. See me. I want to talk. We exist. The magical creatures. When you think back to what we grew up with, fairy tales, what do you think they're actually based on? We know now, as Dawn's saying, we've seen these things. Fairies came to me, oh, I believe it was 2017, the first time that I had my real exposure to fairies. And they're with me all the time. I get fairies flying in videos. I get orbs. It just gives me that sense of peace, knowing that they're there. Unicorns are coming through. Sasquatch. Yeah, all of these magical beings, dragons, phoenix, they're real. They exist. And it's so fun once you open up your heart to them and believe they will help you throughout your whole life. They are waiting there. They just need you to ask for help. Exactly. Because we've been taught like, oh, I can do this on my own. I don't need help. But you do. I love mm -hmm. my parents, but they never really helped me. You know, like my mom was fearful. 
she was very smothering, you know, I don't, I don't want bad things to happen. And like, I took the opposite approach. You know, I was stern with them. We also did the Waldorf where they believe in fairies. They are a little more looser with the education. It's about, you know, the experience, not the learning process. And we did that for my oldest. So there is signs. It just that We've been taught like, oh no, school teaches you is truth. In school, it was so hard for me. Some classes I was fine with, but other classes are just like, this just doesn't feel right. There are books saying like there was Atlantis. They call it ancient Rome because they don't want to have their books pulled or there were giants. There were newspaper clippings and photos taken away by the Smithsonian they cover everything up and I'm done with the hidden truth. I want the the world to know that there's more to what you're seeing. Absolutely. It's not just believing in magical creatures. It's about looking past what is being shown to you. Any moment you go, huh, that's weird. Pay attention to that. Just because you see it in a video, online, wherever you see it, just because someone has documented something a certain way does not mean that's actually how it happened. Yeah, there's like many sides to a story. Each person will look at it differently. The magical creatures are like looking at us. Yeah, when are you going to start talking to us? We're just sitting up here, you know, legs crossed, waiting on our lazy boys, waiting for you to talk to us. They're here and can help us with so many profound things. Those are the things that Dawn and I have experienced throughout this podcast. We'll be sharing those things with you as long, you know, along the way. Look forward to maybe hearing from our viewers experiences that you have. And wow, that happened to me too. Now I see this differently. That's really what it's about. It's about having curiosity. Opportunities open up in all that you do. And knowing that synchronicities are meant to happen for a reason. And as I'm saying that it was too, too, too on my clock, you know, goosebumps that you feel, are you cold or is it the angels and fairies and whatever that is around you saying, it's time for you to pay attention. We're giving you the signs. Once you start seeing those signs, don't second guess it. Don't let anyone else help you second guess it because your experience is your experience. And the seeing that your perception is your reality is absolutely true. Everyone's going to see it, different things through the lens of their experience. Exactly. My daughter and and I argue this way because she sees colors differently than I do. She'll be like, this is red. And I'll be like, that's orange. We just disagree to agree. She's like, oh, mother. And I'm like, oh, daughter. (laughs) It's all about perception. (laughs) You're you're perceiving it from two different ways. You know, you got to honor it. You think it's red. I think it's orange. Well, can I have that bowl that's sitting right in front of you? (laughs) And no, it's okay. If you see it one way and a year later, you see it a different way you've grown, right? We're all growing. We're learning new things. Things come into our awareness at different times for different reasons. We're not all meant to be at the same place, know the exact same things because the diversity is what makes this entire universe grand. Magical creatures don't all look alike for a reason. They all have different purposes. We all have different purposes in this lifetime and other lifetimes where we're learning lessons. So we're going to experience different things at different levels. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Yeah. You know, I think back to my daughter's experiences, you know, where you were talking, Dawn, about seeing ghosts. My daughter has that ability where she saw at a very young age, I think she was, I want to say four years old, when 
her paternal grandmother passed away and Gran was her uh, loving name that the kids called her. And we were getting ready for her service. My daughter was coming up the stairs, trying to carry something upstairs. And she stopped and she said, oh no, she was only two actually. She stopped and said, mom, Gran's sitting on the stairs. And I said, well, isn't that nice of her? What it asked her to describe what she was wearing. So I wanted her to really explore what she was seeing. And, you know, in life, she was always worried about the kids on the stairs. She was always worried they're going to fall down the stairs. So it's no surprise that she saw her sitting on the stairs. Even when we were getting our son ready for getting dressed and trying to find some clothes, because of course, it'd been a little chaotic for that week. <laughs> Pull his little He's going to be embarrassed I say this, but his little Spider-Man underwear out of the basket, it was like buried halfway down the basket. And there was a feather attached to the waistband. So these were clothes that had come out of the dryer, not washed with anything that could have possibly given a feather. And in the middle of the clothes hamper, a feather is stuck to a piece of clothing. So those are those signs that we're talking about. Our loved ones are with us. Our guides are with us. The angels are with us. Our magical creatures are with us. And they want us to like do what? Absolutely. You know, they're our biggest cheering section that if you could hear them, probably noisy. So that's probably why some people don't hear them. But yeah, they're throwing a parade for you whenever, you know, they're right there celebrating with you. Yeah. Whenever you level up, they're like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, you go, girl, or whatever. My angels are jokers. Like, I'll do sessions, and it'll give me the hiccups because it'll be a serious session. And I'll be like, I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> and, I'll have and I'm just like, all right, guys, you know, thank you for the reminder that, you know, Archangel Metatron. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, they can, uh, they can be smart, Alex, for sure. They've got a sense of humor. Yeah, because they want you to be happy. They want you to feel love. They're always there. Just ask for help. You know, if I had known that I could, I would have probably been a lot more shielded and grounded and uh, yeah. a lot less afraid of what was going on. But I didn't feel like I could broach that subject with my mother. Being an empath, I was also picking up on her fear of, of having three kids, not having a stable husband. You know, I now know to question, is this mine or is this somebody else's? And that's the learning tools that we yeah. learn in life. You know, when you go someplace, is this mine or is this somebody else's? I'm glad you brought that up. Very likely it's going to be more than one episode talking about empaths and what you feel and what you don't feel, what's yours, what's not yours. Because that's certainly one thing I've struggled with a lot in aches and pains that I've had in and knowing whether it's mine or not. And sessions, when you do sessions, you can feel like when you're clearing stuff. Angels, are you telling me that there's something here that's hidden and I have to ask? Or are you saying, I'm really hungry and I need to eat something? Because energetically, sometimes it's like, I'm not hungry. And then all of a sudden, starve for a thousand days and I need to eat like everything in sight. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty funny that way. Yes. You know, that's, that's a little bit about us. We'll tell stories along the way of, you know, different things we've experienced because we're not on an island unto ourselves. There are so many of you that might be struggling and not know how to even take that next step forward. Maybe you're questioning what you're really feeling around you or what other people are telling you. And, and we want to help you embrace that sovereign being that you are. If we can help people take a few less stumbling blocks than maybe what we've experienced or learned or seen, then by all means, we want to make sure that we share that with you because none of us want to suffer any longer than needed. Having said that, there's many people that like the victimhood of 
that suffering. And that's a whole other story that we'll get into in future episodes, because there's actually some reasons we found that could be causing that. And there are some options to help you maybe step out of those holes that maybe you feel you've dug for yourself or, you know, just can't get away from. Lots of little nuggets are coming your way, folks. Absolutely. I just, I just feel the energy flowing. Anyone that's peeking into this podcast and seeing what we're all about, stick with us because we're going to have lots of lots of fun and good things to share. Like two friends talking about things that interest us and things that we come across. We're down to earth. We're not uh, pretentious. It's not polished because we don't have to be polished. And that's one of the things that people feel that they have to be put together. You know, maybe whether it's makeup or the clothes that you wear, you probably feel sometimes like you're wearing a mask that people don't see the real you. You know, I think a lot yeah. of people don't trust because they're like, oh, what, you know, what hidden agenda? I have no hidden agenda at all. No, I'm here to spread my truth, maybe help you laugh and love and want to keep coming back exploring with us because this is exploration. I've never done this before. I don't think I'm a great speaker. This is learning for me as well. I know my voice needs to be heard. I think there's more to what we've been shown in this life that needs to be deep dived into. I know I'm finding more truth out there in what short time since Mount Shasta than I've ever found in my whole entire life. Yeah. Mount Shasta was five months ago. It does not feel like we've known each other for only five months. And that just speaks to energetically connecting with people that are the right vibration. Most of us have been walked into a room and someone makes you feel uneasy. There could be something about that person. Might be the way they look, might be the way they speak or how they hold themselves. But something doesn't feel right about that person. And that's really what part of us sharing our voice is we've been there. I've been infringed upon by people that, you know, as a child, they always kind of felt off to me. A lot of times, especially as a child, we have that obligation. And, you know, we've been told, oh, be nice. They're adults, like respect your elders. Well, if somebody feels off to you, why should I respect them? I'm obviously picking up something that maybe isn't visible to some people. And that's where the perception could be different. But if it's true to me, and I'm feeling uncomfortable, I have to honor that. I mean, I figured that out 30 plus years later, you know, that's a lot, lot of trauma that you hold in your body. That's another thing that we'll be talking about is how these traumas ultimately affect our physical body. We get an injury. It's not just an injury. Typically, there's a lot more behind it. I just recently found out uh, with the Kashuk Records reading that I actually set points in this lifetime that actually were injuries. So that's how for my soul's growth, I actually put in these little injury points. And that's when I would level up because I'd have that injury. So it would make me stop. Maybe I couldn't physically do something. So then maybe it put me on a different path of learning. So whatever the outcome of it was, it helped me to continue to grow. And that's all we can do. We're here to grow. We're here to grow our life lessons, what we know. And really, the faster we can all shed some of these things that are potentially holding us back and show that, as Dawn said, that joy and that love and laughter, all of those things that raise our energy vibration, 
helps the collective. We all know if you go into a grocery store and you smile at someone and, oh, wow, you look really great and it's a genuine compliment. It could have been the worst day in their lives. They've come into the grocery store. That one compliment, genuine compliment from your heart could have been the key that shifted them that day. That is how powerful we are as energy beings. We have the power to shift things quickly if we choose to. A little thing called free will, which hint, hint, might be a future episode. So make sure you watch for that one because that's a topic that's pretty key in living more of a spiritual based life. I'll put it out there right now. This has nothing to do with religion. It's about living spiritually and living energetically more vibrant lives living from our heart, questioning things with our heart, not our head. And being more sacred and being more honoring of the energetic exchanges that we go through daily. My way or the highway. That's not true. Looking at it in a different light, we can all live together in a community and honor everyone's different aspects and come together as a community. And we can all still be together at a community level as long as we're resonating in our heart, speaking with our heart energy and not like what's going on in your brain because I know our brains can easily be infringed upon because all we want to do is help you awaken yourself to the possibility that there's more out there than what you've been shown growing up. Absolutely. Right from when we come into this world as an infant, there's rules, there's structure, that are placed upon us for whatever. Some are cultural, some are social, some are just, you know, your community. And these things are imposed on us without choice, quite frankly, in the moment because we're young. We end up living by these rules. We don't have to live by these rules. You can pick and choose which rules you get to live by. Not somebody else. People's opinions of you don't matter. Your opinion of you matters. That's part of healing and growing. When stuff happens, you're always, oh, got to go to my best friend. Got to tell my best friend. But when you become sovereign and you've healed, you don't need to go to somebody else. You can be like, all right, you know what? This happened. I'm going to heal it and be done with it. On a subconscious level, I think we go to those friends because we want validation or approval sometimes that did I do the right thing in that situation? And we don't need that. We know inherently within our energy bodies what is right and wrong. We feel it typically. We might see something different. You know, you might be more clairvoyant and see different things, how they might really be in your life. But it's a matter of paying attention to that. I think it's the awareness and things I see not from my eyes, but from my heart, as Dawn said, is just really connecting with that feeling of, does this feel right? or not. And instead, share with your friend the joys. Oh, this really exciting thing happened. And it's just sharing. That's what we're doing in this podcast. We're just sharing. We're not instilling our opinions on you. We're just sharing what's happened to us. It's pretty exciting. Hoping that we can help spread the love and the light in this world that some people are struggling. One of those topics that's really hard for people is self-love. We have love for others, but a lot of times we don't have love for ourselves. Sometimes treat other people better than we treat ourselves. That keeps our vibration lower. We don't owe those people. Everybody needs to have their own self-love and that will fill themselves up and it emanates from you. 
a topic that I struggled with for a long time as a wife, a mother, a daughter, a sister. We put all of these expectations onto ourselves of what we do for others. Being in service to others is a beautiful thing, but it can't come at the expense of your own energy and self-love. You know, we're not talking about that you have to go to some ashram and become a Buddhist, find this, you know, inner peace. Self-love is something as simple as having a shower in the morning. It may seem silly. You know, I'm not working a traditional job anymore. So sometimes you get up in the day and you just get going and, you know, maybe I haven't showered that day. But it's amazing what one simple act can do to start your day right. Because you're taking the time to cleanse yourself. It's a moment of peace. Let's face it, you're in the shower by yourself. Well, most of the time, I guess you are. You could have your angels joining us, your higher self. How many people have come up with brilliant business ideas in the shower? Well, guess what? You're tapping into your higher self. And that is magic. When that happens, you're not thinking about other things. You're doing that one thing. So it ends up being a form of self-love. You're doing things for you, what things that make you happy, make you excited. Taking a walk by yourself, having a nice epsom salt bath and just maybe some candles and some music or just maybe the peace and quiet whatever works for you to give you that solitude and grounding and just being with yourself is a good thing your body will like it your body mind spirit balance your higher self and your angels have a chance to talk to you because you're still and that's really we make ourselves busy and we don't have to be there is truly no obligation it's her choice to be that busy. We can say no, we can say yes. And just recognize those things that make you feel good and do more of it. I love a bath. Those are the things that I do to just give me that time by myself, to not have to think about anything. That saying, put your oxygen mask on before you help others. Those are all just semantics of what they're saying. But the real message behind that is take care of yourself and you'll have more to give. So when you want to be in service to others, make sure that you are whole first. And that includes bringing pieces back to you, whether that's through meditation, maybe having a Reiki session or a massage or whatever works for you to reintegrate those parts of who you are. When we can start not becoming something where the water's just flowing out of us and we start filling it back up, I found I have more clarity to do things. I'm choosing different activities as a result. Sometimes when we have time to ourselves, we don't do it with healthy activities. So that's something to be aware of as well. So do something that's really makes you feel good about yourself. Because at the end of the day, we only have ourselves and then we can help others. I, that's so true. I see a lot of my white light worker friends who are like healers. So I go from this job, I just work 12 hours a day. I got to go do this. I got to do that. You're burning yourself out so quickly mm -hmm. and your light, because you're not replenishing it, your light's just like, and yeah. that makes you a target. I have never had a problem saying no. I was never into sport. My kids really weren't into sports. Thank you. My husband doesn't <laughs> do the typical man He's an artist. He's a creator. So we've always been more like we're comfortable at home. We like enjoying the simple things in life. I'd rather plant a garden than go hang out and, you know, listen to a band. I'm very picky about my music. It's got to speak to my soul. So, you know, what somebody may love, I may be like, eh, you know, it's yeah. got to hit a certain tone in me. Yeah. It's just finding that that simplicity of life to re 
center yourself, especially as women and as mothers. We give, 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 oh. give, give. And our kids are like, give it to me all because I just love you so much. Honoring us because we are the creators of them. They can be our creators of happiness, but it's sometimes they can be the creators of frustration. My kids, when they were little, my youngest thought, you know, she loves, still loves to like do henna tattoos and stuff. But when she was like two, she got the blue marker and she made herself all blue when she was supposed to be sleeping at night. And I went to go check her and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't have a child anymore. She's a blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find the humor in the situation because we're always going to be handed something that is going to, you know, test your limits as a person, as a parent, as being here on earth. Once you're centered, you can be like, you know what? I got it. This is a gift. I'm glad that you're happy. You know, laugh about it. Laugh, love, and live joyfully. I mean, just keep it simple. Yeah. Too many people want to complicate it. I feel like sometimes going through life, I'm watching a movie. Kind of like in The Matrix where Neo is like watching these people go by. That's kind of how you get to be there. What it comes down to is being an observer. And, you know, maybe this is a, a future podcast episode, but being an observer in life, especially with some of the wild and hard to believe things that are happening, you know, perhaps in your own life or in the world right now, instead of taking it on, which only hurts you, when you take on the energy of those situations, instead of being that observer, you're inviting that energy and that heaviness into your space. What really impacts me? Okay, I'm going to worry about that stuff. And the rest of the stuff is like background noise. You know, we'll help along the way through these various episodes to really, you know, maybe give you tips and tricks and how we've been able to do that. Sometimes easier said than done, but it can be done. And if something can be done, it's worth doing sometimes. And we've been there. We've lived it. We know how to do it, telling you what will work for you, you know, more than one way to peel a carrot. Yeah, you might not like it peeled. Who knows? <laughs> Just dust the dirt off and helps your immune system. Exactly. You know, in one of my sessions, it was, I think it was Divine Mother was saying, for every problem, there is a solution. You just have to find the solution. So it's out there. If you know it, yeah. ask, could you help me? Yeah. I need help. And sometimes that solution can be different for other people, right? Like what's worked for Dawn might have looked slightly different for me. So really just take what resonates with you and incorporate it. You're raising your vibration. These are things that we've done. It works. We might tell you what doesn't work as well, because maybe there's some pitfall that we came across that, well, that was a pretty big speed bump I went over and maybe I could have drove around it instead of gone over it. On our next episode, join us as we take a deep dive into shielding, grounding, and boundaries and why you should be incorporating these into your lives. See you next episode. With infinite love and gratitude, thank you for joining us.